Thanks for tuning in to the All Things Melanin Podcast. Be sure to subscribe, like this week's episode, and share with a friend. Now let's get into this week's episode. Hi, I'm Shelby. And I'm Erica. And welcome to the All Things Melanin Podcast, where your certified hype women are getting you through the week. Be sure to subscribe so you'll never miss an update. Hey Shelby. What's good? What's happening? What's popping? How you feeling? I'm alright. <laughs> Just alright. Just alright. I mean, ain't really nothing popping or new. Yeah. Uh, what about you? <laughs> well, still quarantined in this house. Um, because first of all, I'm not going out there. Coronavirus cases keep going up, so Girl. I'm keeping my black stuff in the house. But on the up, but on the low not on the low i don't know why i said that anyway that's how you know i get out the house i'm talking crazy but <laughs> have you heard about this whole be simone controversy oh girl i heard something about her plagiarizing or something i don't know she's been in the in the media a lot but girl what happened so okay so first of all people were dragging her pre-dad so she had basically, so y'all don't rip me up. I am paraphrasing a lot of this. So <laughs> don't come for me in my DMs, okay? <laughs> basically, what happened is she had said something in regards to the Black Lives the Black Lives Matter movement, right? And basically, she answered somebody's questions or answered something basically by saying, by pulling God into it and giving a Bible verse and saying, you know, God is going to handle this. You know, I let him find my battles, all that good stuff, right? Mm-hmm. But Black Twitter. <laughs> I love Black Twitter. <laughs> wasn't having it. And basically, a lot of people were upset that she said this because they didn't feel like she was taking a stance on it and that, she, and they didn't feel like she was being serious. And I would have to agree because my problem with what she said, and you will have to find a statement. And when you reply, I'll try to go find it, maybe. But my reply was, people love to bring God into it when it's convenient to them. Amen. No, 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 no. If you're going to bring God into it, it needs to be consistent with who you are as a person and your character. Don't bring it in to benefit you or to sound good because Black Twitter will find you. Anyway, a lot of people brought up the fact that she has profited off of Black culture. She has profited. Oh, she said something about being an angry Black woman. That set it off. That That's what it was. She said something about being an angry Black woman. No, she did That's what it was. Yes, she did. And a lot of people were upset because they said, basically, you just built your empire off of being a quote angry black woman like if i see a picture of b simone like she ain't gotta say nothing i just hear baby boy <laughs> in loud letters like it's just loud and she ain't saying nothing okay my boy <laughs> like i hear that and i understand and i agree with people like you profited off of this stereotype you did it on wild you do it on wild and out you yeah. do it in your regular life but all of a sudden you just a holier than out christian no it don't work like that so people drag church that's the first thing and then the second thing is she allegedly, I'm gonna put that out there, just starting with that allegedly. But allegedly, but we saw, I saw the screenshots, she plagiarized her manifestation book word for word. And she came out and she made a statement. And she basically said that, I'm paraphrasing that, you know, she wasn't a writer, so she had it. You basically, she had somebody do it and write it for her. Since she wrote a manifestation book, this was supposed to be a secret. Right. Why you didn't write it? So right. basically, you dragged us and you played us for foul. And then the she had like a video or something of like a book or whatever. 
that she was showing her book and it was falling apart, it was raggedy. <laughs> so basically, you came for us and you tried to be, be holier than thou. Oh, oh, one more thing, girl. One more thing. I'm not done yet. Lord. And this was before they dragged her for her book and she's in a hall lawsuit and she needs to get a better team because her team should have vetted that. So basically, you scam people out of this to get to your million. And I have a problem with that. Yes. And what was the other thing, friend? It was good. It was good. What What did she do? She did something else. What oh, she did, an, oh, she did an interview with Nick. Was it Nick Cannon? Yes. And she said how she didn't want no man. I'm paraphrasing y'all, so don't come for me. That worked nine to five and she wanted only an entrepreneur. You know you could be an entrepreneur and not make as money as not make as much money as somebody that works a nine to five. I think that's a very small mindset to have. Right. That's just me. But that yeah. is a paraphrase. That is a paraphrase of what why everybody is dragging beats them out. And on top of that nine to five situation, mm-hmm. most of the time nine to five, he could be like having a very good job and a very good position working a nine to five. And he could also have benefits, a 401k, a pension plan, be, uh, medical benefits, dental plans. Uh, entrepreneurs, they got to pay that out of their pocket. Like, they could be, yeah. like, I don't understand why a nine to five is like, all of a sudden she's too holier than now when she she was not too far along not being known. So I don't understand why people just switch up when they get, like, well known and get to their million dollars or whatever she did. Like, come yeah. on, girl. And I was really like, look at the girl, she's doing her thing. But then if you go, like, turn your back on... First of all, your followers, your supporters, the people that's given their hard earned mo- money during quarantine to support Dude. you. Like, what are you doing? That's crazy. Girl. And the crazy thing is, I'll say about B. Simone, I've been very, I'm, I'm, I've always been neutral about her, if that makes sense. Like, she's never just been, like, my favorite, like, influencer or person. Like, I see her stuff, I'm like, eh, okay. Or sometimes it's funny, sometimes it's not. Like I said, I hear her voice, and if I don't hear her voice, Okay. Mm-hmm. But I think for me, I was really disappointed more so in all of this. Um, but I think the thing that most disappointed me the most is I felt like she tried to scam everybody with this book and this manifestation book. And you know how hard it is to get black people on board to support you and to go hard for you mm-hmm. and to rock with you. And you Loki just destroyed this. And Meek Mill and some more people came out and were like, I don't basically they I feel like they were saying, you know, she's a good person, which she probably is, and she's sweet and she probably is, but they were like, This is no different than X, Y, and Z. Okay, you're not gonna justify this. Because right. you already know how hard it is as a black person or a black woman or mm-hmm. somebody that is black and capitalized being black. Um Ooh, child. how hard it is as a black person to get quote clout or to get support and encouragement and have people ride for you and you just destroyed that. And then in her statement, I don't really feel like she took accountability, even though she said that because you said something about your team. No, it's your responsibility right? to make sure that this is genuine and that this is good. Word for word. I'm talking about in the little, I think she took it from like that, allegedly took it from like that, some type of specific planner. Girl, didn't even change the order. Didn't That's even not, change the words. It's not like a setup to me. I'm just saying. Girl, it's just, it's just a lot. And I honestly, you can say what you want about me, Simone, but I really feel bad for her. Because I really don't feel like it was her intention to do this. But I don't feel like she has the right team around her. This is a plug and this is a little preacher moment for you. You really got to be careful who you call a friend. And you really got to be careful who you put in your team. Because right. if, something, if something that you're, if something goes wrong that the person on your team did, but you were the face of the brand, you are getting all the flags. 
you are getting all the negativity. So you got to make sure that your team is tight. You need to double check them. You need to come behind them. You need to make sure they're trusted. Because it seems to me that the people that you're rocking with ain't trustworthy. And they're not good at their job. They're just trying to get paid and get clout. And that's Mm -hmm. not cool. No, it's not. Oh, my gosh. Well, that's uh, that was something popping for sure. <laughs> um, so how about we move on um, to the our first segment of the day, which is dating and relationships. So this one is kind of juicy, okay? So I saw this interview. You may have seen it already, Shelby, about SZA. She did an interview saying that if someone she's been talking to consistently doesn't text back in a day and a half or two days, she starts to get an entitlement feeling like, oh, but this man, he got 15 minutes. He better respond to me. If he's not, does he not care about me? And just starts just going down this whole heel about it. So she said that she realized that entitlement is what kills relationships and joy and that she was expecting too much. So with that being said, um, let's talk about entitlement in a dating relationship. So is expecting a text back within two days a form of entitlement? And does entitlement kill a relationship? You got that one, Shelby. <laughs> First of all, you already know I got a lot to say, and that's why you laugh. Um, I actually didn't see this interview. Um, I'm going to have to go back and find it. But first off, first, number one, numero, numero. Mm-mm. Um, who waiting back? Who was waiting on a dude to text me two days later? Girl, so that's how you get, first of all, that's how you get removed from my phone and the and the thread deleted. Because you know when that thread deleted, it's a wrap. I do have entitlement issues, and I'm gonna tell you, and I'm not ashamed of it, and I'm not changing my entitlement issues. That's one thing I'm not budging on. Because let me tell you something, I'm not a perfect person, but I bring a lot to the table. So if I give you my time and my energy, and I allow you to pursue me, or I'm trying to date you. You don't even have the common decency to call me or text me back within the same day, really within an hour or two if we being cool. But if you're at work and your work hours, I'm going to let that slide because you're busy. But outside of work, if you don't text me back or call me back and you ain't hitting my line, Roger, we got a problem. I don't <laughs> think that's cute. I think that's horrible. I think that's a lack of communication because if we're being honest, I think that I don't really think this is entitlement. I think that's common decency. Yeah. I think that being a good person i think that's being a good partner i think that's taking into account their emotions and their feelings now if something happens erica and you know it's not a good day or you can't talk how about you shoot me a text hey you know i can't really talk right now i'm gonna hit you in a couple days or hey i got a lot going on it's heavy i think that you have to communicate but you're not hitting my line is the best way for you to get canceled and for me to act like you don't exist and that's just the thought of it, Eric. I'm really stressed about this question. So you go ahead and take it on before I can get so I get my second wind of energy. Cause child, I wish I'm sorry. I wish a dude would text me back two days later. I'm sorry, I'm yelling. Text me back two days later after we decide a whole conversation and you decide you don't want to talk to me that day and not tell me why. It takes me to the next day, two days later, talking about what's good. So you're not getting a reply because I don't know who you are. You must be cast for the friendly ghost because you got the wrong one. Okay, well, um, me being Miss Petty Betty, um, I wish you would take two days to respond because I'm going to take forever to respond to you. And 
because first of all, I guess I do have, I, I honestly feel like entitlement is the wrong word, but yeah. I guess if it is entitlement, first of all, SZA was saying she consistently has been talking to this person. So if you consistently been talking to me and you switch up, yeah, it's going to be a problem. You got to meet me outside. Like, what is your problem? You don't have to pull up and that's on period. You better come with everything you got. You better come loaded. Because first of all, in those two days, I'm pretty sure you have went to the bathroom to pee, okay? So, or shower, or eat, or sit down and say your prayers. So, within those two days, you've had time to say something. And even with, right. like, saying, hitting you with a text, like, okay, I'm really busy at work, I'll hit you later. Like, there's no excuse for ghosting, basically, is what that was, for two days. Because in that time frame, I'm plotting on how I'm going to kill you. Basically, I'm plotting like if we have been talking consistently, it could be consistently like let's say you've been talking for six months. Then there's two days where you don't hear from him. You would think something's wrong. It's only been talking to him for like three days and then you don't hear from him for two days. You're going to be like, okay, that's weird. But you're not going to think of it like, oh, something's wrong. Something happened to his phone because women, we always make excuses for men. Don't act like you don't. We do. Because if a man all of a sudden we don't hear from him, we're like, oh, well, you know, maybe he's busy at work. Oh, well, maybe, you know, his phone was kind of messed up. So maybe, you know, he just didn't get my call or my text. No, he got it. He's just not texting you. He's just not calling you. And so I feel like when we stop making those excuses, we realize like, okay, well, um, something's wrong here. But when SZA was like, she realized she was expecting too much. I don't agree with that. I don't feel like that's expecting too much. And that's when it goes back to communication. Like, what are y'all doing? If it's constantly talking, don't switch up all of a sudden. Because then that creates a problem. Because then I'm yeah. the type of person, I will put two and two together and just believe whatever I come up with. That's what I'm believing. Right? <laughs> I agree. And I think that, I think that just communicating is the I think that's I think communicating is respect and I think respect is the bare minimum. Right. You're not gonna play me like some of them other chicks that you play. Let's get that clear. And I think sometimes we put such low expectations on men or the other sex or whoever you dating because we don't want to lose them. Bye, you can go. Bye. You can hit the door and don't let it hit your ass on the way out. <laughs> I don't have a problem with it, okay? Like I just think a lot of people want expect the they put bare minimum expectations on people and when people don't meet bare expectations or or human decency then it's oh I'm asking for too much. No. Somebody being chivalrous is not um it's not asking too much. He should be chivalrous. Somebody a guy opening the door for you, we shouldn't praise that. He should do that. A guy hitting you up and being consistent, we shouldn't praise that. That should be the bare minimum. You want somebody to be out here and be Beyonce, freaking the sheets, a lady in the streets, all this other stuff. But what are you doing? You can't even give me the bare minimum. You don't deserve me or anybody else like that. Right. No. Start calling these people out. Because yeah. I I think, and I think it goes back to a lot of conversations that we had um, about setting standards and setting expectations. And yeah. you got to be okay with walking away from somebody that don't meet your standards. There are bare minimum expectations of people. You know right. what I mean? And I think if they can't meet that, then they don't respect you. And if they don't respect you, it's never going to work. Because yeah. they're going to take for granted what you bring to the table. They're going to take for granted, you know, what you do for them and how you are. Oh, she tripping. She's going to be all right. Or I'm going to hit her and tell her this. No, you're not, sir. Because you're deleted and blocked and you don't exist. Y'all, I got a real big problem about deleting people and acting like you don't exist. Ask Erica. I'm really working on it. But... <laughs> 
it it's really my toxic trait. And I just think that you gotta start holding men and women, whatever you whoever you date, whatever you date, you gotta start holding them accountable. Like I said, don't hit me in two days if you want to. Right. I'm petty because you're gonna have to pull up on me. And then when I get through telling my friends and they didn't hype me up, I'm going off. <laughs> I was already going off, but they didn't hype me up even more. And one thing you don't want to do is make it to the girl chat in a bad way. Oh, that's no. what you don't want to do. No, because we listen. They'll hate you forever. <laughs> we don't like you. <laughs> we don't be at the table like, okay, that was funny, but we still don't like you. Okay. <laughs> I'm that person that if I don't hear from you in two days, have you, okay, first of all, have you ever put somebody on do not disturb and then you mad because they ain't even disturbing you anyway because yeah, you're supposed to hit me up and text me. You're supposed to be concerned about what I'm doing. Why are you not concerned? <laughs> you so, like, sir, you don't want me enough. You, you tripping. I think you nailed it when you said it goes back to standards and it also goes back to what we've always said, Shelby, about matching energy. If you're consistent with me, I'm going to be consistent with you. If you're inconsistent for me, then that's exactly what you're going to get back. Because if men want to lead, then I'm following your energy. I'm following what you're doing. If you're not texting me, but every other week or every two days, that's what I'm going to take it as. Oh, well, you ain't really serious. So, I mean, you hit me up. I'll hit you back when I feel like hitting you back type of thing. But if you're showing me consistency and you're not switching up, then that's what I'm going to give to you. It's simple as that. I don't really feel like there's no excuse. Now, honestly, there's life happens, but at the end of the day, everybody always has their phone attached to their hand. So it's like, there's, if you respond, if it takes you hours to respond, okay. But two days, like that's, that to me, there's no excuse. And I'm gonna start thinking the worst and women, we think the worst. And I'm, yes, I'm saying all of us because we do. It, it couldn't be my man, Erica. It couldn't be like, oh, I was talking to this dude one time and he, like, if he would forget to text me, the first thing he would say, my bad, I'm so sorry. I didn't see this. Or he would have an explanation as to why he didn't text me back. In an acceptable time frame, because he already knew I wasn't with the shit. Mm-hmm. I'm not playing with you. Yeah. I'm never gonna play with you. Like because if I don't hit you back, or I don't, um, you know, hit your line, it's a problem, sir. I need that same energy. Yes, you owe me an explanation. Yes, I, I have the right to ask you a question. Yes, I want to know what you were doing for the past two days, but you couldn't even have a conversation with me and give me the human decency to tell me. Yes, because one of my my personal standards, which I feel like is so simple, is that you have to call. And I'm not saying only text. Like Text needs to be in addition to calling. So if you're yeah. calling me on a day-to-day basis and all of a sudden I don't hear from you for a couple of days, I'm going to be worried. And then I'm going to think that of the worst and that something's wrong. So if I'm if that is my requirement, then I'm not going to be like, oh, well, I'm expecting too much. Oh, I'm entitled. No, this is my standard. If you're not meeting it, then we're not going to work because I'm not going to settle for um, one of the one things I never want to do is have to worry about. Am I going to hear from my man? Like, no, I should never. I should just automatic. It should be a mutual thing. Like should automatically know. Oh, yeah, I'm going to hear from him in the morning. I'm going to hear from him this evening. I'm going to hear from him at lunchtime, whatever. You should never have to worry about are you going to hear from this man? That's enough for me. So. Girl, he should be the first one to hit my line, actually. I'm hmm. just saying. What you say? He should be the first one. I said he should be the first one to hit my line. I need my man to be thirsty, but in a but like in like not a stalkerish way, but in a regular way. That yes. Makes yes, exactly. Like hype oh. me up. Yes. Like, but I think it all just comes down to communication and talking. Like 
I just think that's disrespectful because it's not gonna be Shelby Brennan. I'm telling you right now. I'm pulling. You have to pull up on me. Yeah. And you have to come guns ablaze it because listen, you are not getting off the hook with me. Yeah. So I so I would say that I feel like it would kill a relationship because that's not gonna fly with me. Like that's I'm not gonna be okay with oh just hearing from you every other week, every other day. Like that's not mm-hmm. okay. Um, especially when you're really trying to make it work. And then what if you are like long distance with the person? That's definitely not a big oh, yeah. Definitely need to make sure you call in. You're not skipping no two and th- two and three days or whatever. There's no excuse for that. Like I said, if you got time to pee, you got time to text and be like, "What's up? Are you breathing?" Like <laughs> something. <laughs> like I'm not buying. It. No, so. I agree, friend. I totally agree. Whew, so I'm glad we got that off our chest. <laughs> so let's move on to our journey segment where we talk about um, how things are. Um, with our journey to building all things melanin so let's talk about it so how have we been balancing awareness versus maintaining our our authenticity with the trending topics and the current events that are happening in the media um i think um i think for us it just goes back and i think we're i think i'm sorry i cannot talk today let's start over (laughs) i think that the good thing about me and you, Erica, and our brand is that me and you are pretty much always on the same page when it comes to our brand. And I think we're very clear about what that means and the type of content that we want to present. Yeah. Um. So I think that's the first step. I think for us, we're really good about shifting when we need to shift, but also incorporating stuff in when we need to incorporate. One thing that I can say about Erica and I is for the is we really if something's trending or happening but it don't pertain to us, we we don't really get on the train for it or the party bus for it. Like yeah. that don't fit in our brand. That doesn't make any sense. That's not consistent. That's just not who we are. I think that um, fosters or shows in office in office, that shows that we're not authentic, and then that shows that we are uh, bandwagoners, and that's never what we want to do. I think for us, when something trends and it's happening, I think looking at the trending topic or what's happening in the media and looking at our brand, our values, our character, our morals, and all of that amazing stuff, and then deciding, okay, like this matches. And then if it does match or it does, you know, pull up to it or whatever, then incorporating it into our brand as well. I think that you have to be careful with trending topics because sometimes you're so um eager to go viral or you're so eager to be in the conversation but does this fit into your brand does this fit into your morals does this fit into your overall um story but does this fit into something that you're fighting for and if it's not relevant to you or you're not passionate about it or it has nothing to do with you or it's gonna make people confused about you as a brand I don't think that you should jump on it but I think that if it aligns with you overall your brand and personally I think it's okay um, to jump on it and I think because we're clear about who we are and our brand and what we want to convey we're really good about not just jumping on Trinitati to jump on it like there has to be a rhyme and a reason for us or we have to be passionate about it because one thing that we never want to do is to come off like inauthentic right and I think um, you definitely nailed it on that and I think for example with like what we mentioned earlier or before it was about 
the trending topic of Black Lives Matter, like all these brands and companies are jumping on this, quote unquote, treating it like a trend or a press release. In my opinion, you don't have to agree with me. Some companies, I'm not saying all. I A I'm lot. Kind of, yes, a <laughs> lot. I feel like it's, it's great that you're creating awareness, but also it kind of comes off like it's not authentic because it's part of your training. You don't want to be the only brand or company that hasn't put something out about Black people. But guess what? All things melanin, we all things been melanin, okay? We've always... We've been Black. We've always put um, spotlights on Black creatives, Black professionals, Black-owned businesses, bringing that Mm -hmm. awareness to our culture. We've been doing that. So not not to say that we shouldn't create some sort of awareness with what is happening. Of course we should, but there's a way to do it that correlates with our brand. Because we, like you said, we don't want to just fall in line with everybody and just do what everybody else is doing when our brand has been that, you know what I'm saying? So it's like, um, I think it's, it's okay for us to realize that, okay, keep doing what we're doing, but find, maybe find a creative way to, to bring awareness to something. But the fact that when we fall back on what our core is for all things melanin, literally has melanin in the title, (laughs) is that we have been bringing the spotlight this whole time to our people, to our Black women, to our Black men. You know, we had a whole podcast on Black fathers, single Black fathers, Black men. Like, we have not, this is not new to us. What do you be saying, Shelby? We true, this true to us, not new to us, (laughs) or whatever. We're not new to this, we true to this. Yes, that's what I'm trying to say. So when you already have a solid foundation on what your brand is, maintain that authenticity. And, you know, if you want to create awareness on what the current topics are, if it aligns with your what you're doing, then do that. But don't feel like you got to jump on the bandwagon because you don't want to be the only brand that didn't. That's all I got to say. Drops mic. <laughs> you know what, friend? That was a word. And I definitely agree. Like, I ain't even got nothing else to add to it because you just signed, sealed, and delivered it. Listen. <laughs> all right well uh let's move on to our next segment um which is the mentor moment so this is where shelby and i have received a listener's letter and we're going to read it and then just give our advice on it so the letter reads hi shelby and erica i've been in a dating relationship for a few months now and i have recently introduced him to my friends but i've noticed that some of my friends do or say things in front of him that makes me uncomfortable so now I ha- I'm having a hard time dealing with bringing my man around some of my friends. I don't want to seem insecure, mm-hmm. but also don't know how to express what I'm feeling. So do I address my friends or is this something I need to deal with internally? Mm. In the words of Ty, absolutely. And let me tell you why. Um, <laughs> shout out to Ty. Um, let me tell you something. If I bring my man, the one that I don't have right now, but I know that God is delivering. Amen. Um, <laughs> if I bring my man around my friends, you got to understand and know that it took a lot for me, first and foremost, to decide in my mind to introduce me to my friends, okay? Especially yeah. since my friends are so intelligent and all every single one of y'all are very opinionated, okay? So if I make up in my mind that I'm going to introduce you to my friends, that's a big deal. You absolutely need to say something because that is not okay. Um. And you need to say something because sometimes people act like your friend, but they want your man. And that's a problem. And you're going to have to pull up on me, like on everything. <laughs> like, that's one thing I do not play. I feel like if you are, I feel like for the most part, if you feel uncomfortable and you feel like 
they're saying or doing things in front of your man. Because, you know, sometimes girls are getting in front of your man or do stuff, and it's not cute. They laugh yeah. too loud. He ain't that funny. Nah, his jokes is wet. Uh, <laughs> uh, they were some, sis, you was looking raggedy. You need to come out here looking raggedy all the time in front of my man. Like, right. that's a problem. And I just think that if you feel that way or you feel like they're saying or doing things in front of your man that aren't cool, because you know it's not cool. Like, you know that you know that line between, oh, it's friendly and it's friendly, quotation marks. You know what I mean? I feel like if you feel that way, then you need to bring it up to your friends. And let me tell you, don't listen to me. I ain't got no man. But if you bring it up and they try to brush you off and you know that you're valid or they try to, like, say that you're overreacting, those are friends that you don't need. Because what I'm never going to do is, like, be friends with somebody that ate and that does not validate my friendliness. And then trying to flirt with my man. Because let me tell you on everything. If I bring my man around you and you acting up, pull up on me. <laughs> we got a problem. Yeah. So uh, you already know my answer shall be obviously address your friends. Because I don't be with the shits. Um, so <laughs> number, one, number one, I am personally just very private with my relationships anyway I mean I'm not in a relationship now but in the past I've been very always been very private and that's just because I'm protective and it's not to say like oh everybody want my man or whatever but I'm a true believer that first of all if I have a group of friends obviously I I know them but once upon a time I have invited my dude around my friends and I just realized it don't matter what dude it is some females will switch up and just do the most and want attention because there's a dude in the room. Just like on the other way around, if if a female walks into a room and it's a bunch of dudes, dudes all of a sudden become thirsty. Like, it's that kind of thing. So for the reason why I'm always protective is, like you said, Shelby, if I bring him around my friends and there's something that makes me uncomfortable, I'm addressing my friends. Unless it was something that my dude was doing to, like, respond to whatever she's saying or doing. Right. So for me, I'm so not tolerant about that because I don't like for any female to be too familiar with my man. It's a no for me. It's a a hard hell no for me. So I definitely would suggest um, addressing your friends because that feeling of being uncomfortable does not mean you're insecure. That means that there's something that's inappropriate that that person or that friend is doing. And if she is your real friend, she shouldn't be doing that anyway. But I'm saying like in the past before, I have noticed that some people, some females don't even realize what they're doing, but they just switch up because it's a dude around. It doesn't even matter who it is, you know? So it's not necessarily your man, but it's just like, oh, there's a dude. Let me just do the most type of mentality. And, you know, maybe you need to reevaluate some of your friends that you got around. Maybe that's it. Yeah. Um, and yeah. go ahead go ahead sorry I was just gonna say and then you gotta I think you, you hit on it uh, a little bit but I'm just gonna expand on it just to piggyback off you and then you gotta realize that sometimes like when you get in a relationship like people get jealous of your happiness and people get jealous of you having somebody because they say you change and different things like that but you have to know and understand that when you get in a relationship that's a dynamic because if we're being honest we're all at the age right now where we ain't just dating to date we didn't yeah. bring you around and bring you around. Like, this is intentional. We trying to build something. We trying to see if we're going to be together. And so I just feel like if you act like that and you see me building and you see me trying to be with him and you see us trying to do something, you know what I mean? And you're hating and you're, 
out here, you know, being scandalous or whatever you want to call it, I'm really trying to keep it PG. And you doing all this and you not validating my feelings. Like sometimes that lets you know that maybe that season of that friend is done. Because I guarantee you, you like there are different things that test your friendship, but one thing that really tests your friendship, get a man. Get in a relationship. Get happy. See how everybody acts. See what they saying. See them little snide remarks. Because let me tell you, I really don't have tolerance for a lot of things. But that's one thing that I really don't have tolerance for. Especially, like, it takes a lot for me to introduce you to my friends. Yeah. It takes a lot for me to really introduce you into the group chat. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, for you somebody that's supposed to be my friend to basically take that and shit on me, we got a problem and I'm addressing it. And if you don't like it, that's the problem. Like you may need to evaluate that person, but I definitely think that you have to address it. You can't let, you can't let stuff like that side. Cause we'll be on slipping slides and now you skate. And now we got a problem. <laughs> and I don't even post on social media because I remember when my, when my last relationship that I did post on social media, like I just posted one picture one time, like, but in my per- in my phone, I had several thousands of pictures of us. But I don't. I'm not the person that's like posting every picture of me and my man on social media. I'm just not that type of person. Like I said, I'm private. Anyway, I remember when I posted one picture, all of a sudden, some friends, quote unquote, which honestly they're not even my friends today, they decided to follow him on social media. Sis, what are you following him for? Like, why do you need to follow him? So yeah. that kind of thing is like, okay, y'all haven't even met him, but y'all saw that he's on my post, so now you want to follow him. For what? What, what are we doing? So that yeah. kind of thing, I'm like, mm, 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 mm. Nerp, and nerp. I don't play that. Yeah. So yeah, address your friends, girl, and if you got to reevaluate your friendships, that may be what you need to do, Um, but trust that instinct that some may write you uncomfortable and just go from there see what happens yep i agree so if anyone has any questions like that that you want us to answer send us an email at all things tv at gmail.com or slide in our dms at all things melanin underscore underscore so our last segment of the day is words of encouragement where we're going to read a bible verse and then we'll leave you with a prayer so the bible verse comes from romans 12 2 And it says, do not conform any longer to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your minds. Then you will be able to test and approve what God's will is, his good, pleasing, and perfect will. So I have been reading this Bible verse because I feel like when it says don't conform any longer to the pattern of this world, I felt like it was talking about timelines as far as like for me where you're supposed to be in your career where you're supposed to be in your in your love life like this is what the pattern of the world tells us right so when I transform my mind and saying like my life is dependent on God's will I had to surrender my plans my ideas where I feel like I should be at in my career or my love life or my family life I had to surrender that to what God's perfect will is. Because honestly, if I'm not supposed to be in that career, I don't want it. If that's not God's will, I don't want it. If, if that man ain't mine, I don't want it type of thing. So yeah. I just take that Bible verse as like, renew your mind and not go by what society is telling you, what the pattern yeah. of this world is telling us. So 
What does it mean to you? Um, I would definitely, I would definitely agree with you, and just kind of elaborate a little bit more on what you said. But I definitely think that when I read it, it really just means to me that like I gotta stop relying on my or man's will for my life. Like I gotta yeah. stop making up all these ideas and these plans of, of I should be here by this, this, and this, or I should have this by this, this, and this, because we can plan, but God decides. So it really right. don't matter what we plan. It really don't matter what we fantasize or what we journal, what we manifest and different things like that. It really matters about God's will for our life and what he decides for our life. And right. a lot of times when I read this Bible verse, I'm going to write this down for myself. Um, <laughs> it reminds me to really just spend time in God's presence and to, re- and to renew my mind and to have a conversation and to pray and to talk with him and to get quiet and to listen to see what is the plan that he has for my life what is the will that he has for my life because I think a lot of times we get upset that things don't happen but that was never God's will that was never God's way you decided that God decided that and then we get mad at God when he don't deliver he never promised that he would deliver what you wanted him to he promised that he would deliver his will and I think we got to get out the mindset of our will and get in the mindset of God's will right that's that's great. That's exactly what, and it's so tough because it's like we want what we want and we want it now. <laughs> that but, is me. But like I said, you'd be in a hell of a predicament if you got everything that you wanted, but that's not what you were supposed to have. You would probably have more issues with that man or more issues with that career or that business because that was never where you were supposed to go. Yeah, so, I agree. that's one thing to keep in mind. So let's lead us out on prayer. I'm going to pray. So bow your head, Shelby. Close your eyes. Everybody, you shouldn't be driving because you should be in the house. Okay? So bow your head. Okay, dear God, we thank you for this day. We thank you for your blessings. And we thank you for your continuous protection. We thank you for um, your continuous looking out for us and continuing to keep us under your watchful eye. We thank you for your healing power. We pray for your healing. We pray for health. We pray that um, everyone under the sound of our voices will surrender to the will that you have for their life and that whatever is causing them to be overwhelmed or disappointed or confused or upset um, or depressed over the things of the world or the, the patterns that they feel like should be happening in their life, we pray that you give them peace over it. And we pray that you reveal things that is in your will for their life because we know that you are perfect and you have a perfect plan for each and every one of us so we pray that that would be revealed to us and we just thank you for being a great God and the good God that you are in Jesus name we pray amen amen